the True Achievements Podcast. On today's show, Coal and the Coalition, Gears of War is back to its best. Spread the word, customizable gamer cards are here. Destined to get there in the end, Jay delves deep back into Bungie's patched universe. Time to sell the 360. Backwards compatibility is coming in November. All this and more on your t-shirt wearing, connect loving, solitaire starting, True Achievements Podcast. everyone to the true achievements podcast for august i am your host osu blue jacket otherwise known as jay uh joining me on this podcast we have dave k i'm not sure what the k stands for dave what does the k stand for <laughs> not connect like people keep telling me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dave connect yeah wasn't your band the kinetic yeah that was it yeah definitely not connect so you just missed the marketing branding like you could have you could have been big man you could have been a contender <laughs> anyway we're not going to go down that path also joining us is uh rich say hello rich. hey nice to see you all again all right it's been ages since i've been on a podcast so hopefully i'm not too rusty but we're probably going to keep this one relatively short uh since uh rich you and the crew were at gamescom you already talked a lot about gamescom and as we were going through getting ready for today we realized that most of the news came out at Gamescom, and we've already talked about it. So hopefully it'll be a shorter podcast, a little more informal. Um, M could not, Michelle could not join us for this one. So let's start with uh, what what you guys have been playing. I, I, w- I will go last because my pile is is short, but also kind of long-winded. Um, I heard that rumor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, Dave, why don't you tell us what you're playing? Okay, uh, so since the last podcast i played the fourth episode of life is strange which uh yeah is uh an episodic title uh it's probably my favorite one of that kind of game that's come out so far out the telltale ones and things like that it's it, the story's really captivating it's kind of a little bit sci-fi but it's kind of emotional as well like this the start the last one was a tear jerking nearly but <laughs> it's, hard to, Hold it together, it's hard to say without really giving much away from what's going on, but I definitely recommend that one to anybody who has any What's candy. the general premise? So there's a young girl, she's in school, in high school in America, and one day she kind of discovers that she has powers to rewind time. Okay. And at the same time, this area that she lives in, all kind of crazy stuff's happening. It's like snowing in the middle of summer and animals are just dying and things like that. So we don't really. Life is the last episode is coming soon, hopefully. So that will kind of. It's a five-parter, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that'll give over. Hopefully, reveal what the big mystery is. But you're basically going around trying. There's like people going missing and things. There's different kind of mysteries going throughout it, and you're using your powers with one of your old friends to kind of help, try and discover what's happening to these people and discover what's happening in the area, really. Is it um, similar graphical style to? No, it's re- it's really nice graphically. It's not like um, Telltale ones are cartoon kind of so shaded. This is it's really nice graphically. I'd highly recommend it if anybody 
has any kind of interest in them kind of games at all. Yeah, well, I I love The Walking Dead, so I, I would definitely like the sound of this. I think. Yeah, recommend that one. Uh, I did the Never Alone DLC, which is uh, it was okay. It's quite cheap. It's just more of what the game was originally, really, except you're on a boat. On a boat. On yeah, a well, boat. not a boat. A ca- I don't know what it is, a canoe or whatever canoe. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, did, did you get to bring along a nautical theme pashmina <laughs> You're in a submarine. It's basically more puzzle solving with your companion in a canoe, really. That's about it. Dull. Um, Dull. <laughs> Tachyon, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, Tachyon Project. Um, it's just a, a, like a twin stick shooter. Th- mm. It's similar to Jay did a review for it. I think sixty second shooter prime. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I quite enjoyed that. It's I'll... kind of that feel. I also reviewed a, a different twin stick shooter more recently than that, and I can't even remember what it was called at this point. Um, but it was relatively unoffensive, but not special. Been... It might even have been that. To be honest, <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> see. Uh, I could probably. F- I- I'll find it at some point when I'm not thinking about it, but. I quite like stuff like that. Did you enjoy it, Dave? Yeah, I, I enjoy games like that. I prefer that so kind of like the ID game than the the puzzle games and the platforming games. That yeah, definitely. Um, what are the achievements like? As far as I can remember, they were, I've finished it anyway, so I think they're relatively oh. easy. Oh, it must think, have been easy then. I don't think, yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's so hard or anything like that at all. Yeah, quite a quick Excellent. game. The one I uh, the one I played was We Are Doomed, um, oh, and right, I, okay. I gave it like two and a half stars, I think. I, I like this one better than two and a half, but maybe not, okay. not a great deal more. Um, okay. I played Clash, which I reviewed for the site, and Jay was discussing what words he could use to describe things before we started, <laughs> and, and this pr- pretty much falls into that category. We're talking bad it's, language. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a four-player game that has no multiplayer or online oh. multiplayer, and no AI or anything, so you, you need a minimum of two controllers to start the game just to get in a match. And it's literally just you against one other person. So it, that's pretty boring. With four, so that's quite restrictive to who can actually play it. Yeah. It's still pretty dull, to be honest. It's nothing special, nothing particularly different or anything like that. It's just um, like a, you've got one screen that's your map and a few little platforms and if you go off one side of the screen you appear like so if you went off to bottom right you might appear top left and things like that and it's just basically hitting each other until the round's over <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's not a great game it's probably if you really wanted a quick thousand game score you could, and you had four controllers available it's like 45 minutes oh right <laughs> yeah wow it's not great. Um, I've been playing Gears of War Judgment with Treasy, just going through that a little bit. I'm insane. So how how much I'm is Treasy carrying you through that? <laughs> we, well, we, did, we, we pretty much did it. He's doing like, uh, on Judgment, did he, did no. he play that one? I played it I a ha- tiny, ha- tiny bit. It was different from the... Yeah, I was saying, I have it downloaded on my 360. It was one of those games that was a gold, and I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe... It went yeah, gold and some I point, got like, it then. This yeah. vacation I'm going next week, I was originally just going to take my 360 and play like games of gold titles I downloaded, just haven't touched yet. But plans changed. Um, it's it's got like a, a different mechanic than the normal previous gears. It's every round you get scores like up to three stars based on things like headshots if you got down but not out, um, executions, things like that, and. 
we're going through, you got to get all the star, all three stars on Insane. So basically, one of us is doing a bit on Insane while the other's on Casual, just getting uh, all the easy kills, getting the three stars, quitting out just before the end of the chapter so that the, the points all count for like the single person. Oh, hacky hacky. Cheap. Um, <laughs> one game that I really didn't want to start, but I was doing, <laughs> I, I noticed on Game Info, uh, Microsoft Solitaire didn't have. The developer down, so I thought, oh, I'll just have a quick look at the credits and um, <laughs> <laughs> and get the developer. You know, being the the helpful kind of guy that I am to TA. And as soon as I opened it, then I got a PM off Jack Webchimp saying, "Oh, you started Microsoft Solitaire?" I said, uh, "No, I haven't." And he was like, well, "You just got four achievements." Oh, <laughs> oh they stacking. Yeah, from... so they stack from the Windows Eight version. Oh, so I've actually some been free chiefs there. I've actually been playing through that when I've been bored. Just it's solitaire. What not much to say about that? Mm. Uh, played the latest episode of Tales from the Boardlands, which I think that was episode four. I think that was last week. Played that, and that's that game's growing on me. The first episode, I wasn't particularly impressed. It was probably the weakest of those Telltale games that have come out. Mm. As it's gone on, the story's got a bit more captivating, a bit more interesting, a bit more humour in there as well. Um, I'm not sure if I'd recommend it as much as I would. Life is strange, but okay. If you like Borderlands, I've got all those it. to play. I bought the um, the big pack they released with everything in it. Yeah, I miss that, and I keep being a mug and buying them when I know they're going to be on sale <laughs> for fifty percent off in like a few weeks once it's finished. But never mind. And then the last thing uh, I want is Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Oh, <laughs> so I uh, got the review for this, and it was one of them where. Uh, it wasn't actually my turn, but Mark Pilkington, who was going away, thankfully, so I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Score. Um, so I played a bit of this in Gamescom, as I spoke about in the in the previous podcast, and it's graphically pretty impressive, isn't it? I thought. Yeah, it's, it's a real, it, it, real step it's up. Amazing, and do you know, do you remember the first one was really kind of dark and dull. Yeah, and it was as if like they got this grand scale and they couldn't really pull it off on the three sixty, so they kind of masked it in dullness to kind of yeah. take the edge off it. This one's just like crystal clear. It's still got the same kind of feel, but mm. all the graphics really pop. Everything's a bit more colourful, sharp. And the game play is pretty much identical to how it was originally, exceptional. Things like they've learned over the time doing the other games where you getting into covers a bit easier than it yeah, was before. Exactly. It's not yeah, quite it's so slicker, finicky. isn't it? Uh, multiplayer is probably the biggest difference. That's like 1080p, 60 frames per second. So it's really, really fluid. Probably like. Probably the best yeah. shooting game I've or shooter I've played on the one yet so far. It's oh, wow. really, really good. Um, I won't go into loads because I've got the review coming soon and nobody will read it. Like nobody read me Clash one. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will get more views than Clash. Yeah, but it's definitely highly recommended. If if you any interest in gears or even if you've not played a gears game, it's it's probably like the perfect entry point to give it. I'm a definitely go. picking it. I was intending to play it today when I got in, but. Um, because I saw it was out everywhere, but obviously it's not out in Europe until um, Friday, which is a real the price shame. Point but as I should well, definitely, like, yeah, like, great price. Like the news that came out of Gamecom, Gamescom, we'll go into later about the other, the other titles coming with it later on. I think it's thirty pound, forty dollars, bargain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, bargain. definitely. Cool. All right, um, Rich, what have you been playing? Um. I've mainly been playing Drive Club, but as that's on a PlayStation 4... I'm yeah, not get that out of here! Get that crap out of here! <laughs> but it is really good if anyone's uh, anyone's got a PS4. Um, 
I've been playing a bit. I played a bit more Batman. So I've, as I mentioned on the last podcast, I hadn't finished Batman. I managed to play a bit more of that. I'm very close to the end of the story now. Um, but Rare Replay came out um, while we were at Gamescom actually, and then my copy was here when I got back. Um, so I've been playing some of those games, and I'm probably relatively unusual on TA in that I had most of the originals. Um, first time round, obviously right. that that tells my age somewhat. But yeah, I used to play Jetpack, um, Lunar Jetman, uh, RC, all of those um, Spectrum games. I had all of that, pretty much all of the ones that were on there. Attic Attack. So I've been going back and um, reliving my youth, uh, and there's some cool stuff. So these games were um, coin munchers. They were made specifically to be quite difficult. Um, with continues and stuff, but they've the the rewind feature makes makes them bearable. Otherwise, it, you'd just go nuts trying to play them. And there's a, a, you can save the game as well, which obviously you could never do back in the day. Um, but it's good, and they've also in- implemented a snapshot thing, so they you get like five um, sort of custom missions to do for each game. Um, and there are there are only short little things, but um, there's an achievement for getting the first one on each game, and then there's an achievement for getting all five. Um, and they're quite fun to do. They're like sort of um, make you play the games in different ways, like exactly how achievements should should make you play games. So uh, that's been quite enjoyable. And it's a vast amount of content. Like it's it's huge, like massive. So many games. I think there's 30 titles. So um, there's plenty to play there. Um, so that will keep me going for a long time. And I played. I had. Um, Jack and Matt over last night, and we played. We wanted to play some couch carp. We did consider Clash, but in the end, we <laughs> went for the Jackbox, uh, Jackbox Party Pack, which includes like Fibbage and yes. um, you don't know Jack, yes. uh, 2015 and stuff. So we played a few of those. Um, the presenter's voice was driving us <laughs> pretty insane after um, not very long, to be honest. We played. I think we played all of the. Oh, no, we didn't do the drawing one, but we played all the other ones. We tried them all. Um, I was quite impressed, like, the way you can play it with the phone. Um, the annoying thing was that it only pops achievements on yep. one account, even though there's three of us there. We had three controllers all ready to play it, but it's all done on your mobile. So uh, that was a bit annoying. So we only popped achievements on, on my account. I'm very upset about that. <laughs> uh, so at least I got some. But um, they were okay. They weren't brilliant. And um, for £20, I thought it was probably twice the price of what it should have been um, but we had fun for a, for a couple of hours playing that stuff apart from that I haven't played anything else alright um, I was just literally looking through to see when the last time I spoke on the podcast about what I've been playing um, I can't remember if I talked at all about um, Wolfenstein the Old Blood the DLCs for Wolfenstein the New Order they're both amazing I don't think they're, they're amazing like um, I could not rave about that game and those DLCs anymore they're both great. Pick them up if you own Wolfenstein. Um, I don't think I spoke about The Witcher 3 either. Like, I reviewed that, and um, that was a process. Like, that game was amazing, but having to force myself to play, like, 60 hours over a short period of time, that, that's not how yeah. that game should be experienced. Like, that's a game you could easily have played all summer long and not seen and done everything, but uh, it's outstanding. I think I said it represents the gold standard for what RPGs are going to be going forward. Um, and I'll, I'm going to return to it at some point and like play it slowly as it was meant to be played. So that's would you say that's your favorite RPG you've ever played then? Ooh, um, 
Favorite is is tough for me because I've had lots of favorites. Like I really loved Fallout Three. I really loved Skyrim. I really liked um, the Mass Effect series. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition was great. But I think as far as RPGs on the Xbox One, it is the best so far. Um, right. Okay. It's you would not like it, Rich. I don't think. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, Thank you for saying that because. I was half thinking maybe I should get it. Uh, no, Rich, you and there's not enough there. As much as I know, you don't like kind of RPG stuff. There's a lot of RPG stuff in that game. Um, right. Okay. But it's how many guns are there? There are there are little handheld crossbows. You get a crossbow. <laughs> um, okay, I'll pass. Um, let's see. Any Ferraris? No Ferraris, but you get a horse <laughs> named Roach. <laughs> uh, you want you want to. Ask anything else, because I'm sure I could draw no, no, comparisons no, 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 to good. what's actually in I'm The Witcher. Good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, oh, shut up now. I've also been, uh, like Dave, I've also been reviewing the Game of Thrones episodic content from Telltale. Uh, we're up to episode 5, which came out in uh, mid-July, so episode 6 should be coming probably around September, so next month, in theory. They've been kind of going about two, three months apart, uh, but it's it's good. Um, it's kind of an up and down series. Uh, we will have a full, the way we're doing episodic content, um, we're going to have a full review, scored review of the entire season. So after episode six, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write an episode six review that's just that content. And then I'll probably write a bigger piece that's like, this is the Game of Thrones experience and what you can expect and give it a score and, and all that good stuff. Is it is it a six-parter or is it more than that? Six-parter. Okay. Um, I don't think I've, spoken to you um since this has happened but we're now watching it here Uh, and we're on the final series so um now i get it now you get it right yeah now i get it so maybe it'll make more sense in fact i only played the first i don't think i finished the first episode yeah you should go go through and start that again again. Um, yeah because it's i think you'll find in my biggest complaint about the series aside from like technical issues that i have problems with in a couple of design issues but the fact that any time they pull in a character from the show, you know everything about that character. And it kind of removes any sense of drama or suspense yeah. about what that character is, what their motivations are. Like, you know that character is going to survive and you are not really going to impact that character's story much because you've seen what happens to them in the future. So this is set between three and four, is that right? Yes, it is set um, after the Red Wedding. Yes. And it goes through when Daenerys takes Marine, or, or Daenerys takes Marine, okay. and it goes through Joffrey's wedding to Marjorie. So that's kind of the time oh, right, span okay. that's going on right now. Like Joffrey and Marjorie just got married, and spoilers happen shortly <laughs> after that wedding. Um, yeah, yeah, but th- that's kind of the time frame for these uh, episodes. Okay, I need to I need to go back and you start totally do playing those again. Um, if you're a fan of the show, you absolutely should be playing them. Yeah, I'm loving the show. It's really you good. You might as well have done that. There's six and marathon it. Yeah, you're probably right and just do it in a do it in a blast. Um, That's how I'm watching the show, <laughs> so that would make yeah. more sense. Let's see. I also, uh, just about, what was it, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I reviewed Commander Cherry's Pile of Bullcrap. Um, <laughs> it's, that, that, okay, it's Commander Cherry's Puzzle Journey, which is possibly the worst modern game I have ever played. Um, it was really bad. Uh, basically, if you didn't read the review, which is on the site, um, what it does is it uses your connect and it scans in your body. And so you have to position your body in a way to create platforms 
for a platforming level. So Commander Chair, you have to get him through this level, and you need to position your body, and Connect will take a picture, and then you jump on this picture of your body to get through the level. Um, what sucks about it is it's terrible at scanning your body in. You have to position your body perfectly. So you're basically doing yoga so that you're hitting all of these points on the screen. So And if those, po those points need to light up, and if you miss one of the points when you take the picture, you have to retake the picture, and that causes you to lose a perfect rating. And since the game is so terrible at scanning you in, your image will phase in and out and cause you to, like, you're, you're lighting everything up, and then you take the picture, and all of a sudden you're gone, and you've missed everything. So that's terrible. And then the actual <laughs> platforming is, is just as bad. It, it's just a horrible game through and through. Like, I, I could not speak lower of this pile of fetid garbage <laughs> that Dave sent me a code for. That I had to take time away to play. Um, I don't love to be a fly on the wall in your well, house. Well, through the Magic right. Connect, you can see pictures of me playing this yeah, game. There are pictures of Dave um, in the review. And, in the review. Uh, I gave it one and a half stars, and that might have been generous. Just because I'm sure there's probably a person out there who might not have had the technical issues I had. And maybe fell in love with just the quirkiness of it. But it's just a weird, bad game. I, I applaud the concept. It's a really interesting concept. And I wish more developers tried to do interesting things with Connect. But this was just so poorly executed and just so thin and terrible <laughs> that I was like, yeah, this nobody should be playing this game. This game's terrible. Um, I said it was less frustrating than advanced placement calculus. Barely. Um, and that was a positive. That I put that in the positive. Because um, I was struggling to find positives <laughs> about this game. <laughs> do not, uh, do not recommend, um, folks. One game that I, I have come back to, and um, I've been playing it all summer, actually. Uh, as I, I mentioned in uh, the latest TA Top 5, my, my job job, the primary function of my job is I'm uh, the summer camp director uh, for our Planetarium and Science Center. So the summer, like from... May, April through August, I am just super busy. I don't have a whole lot of time. So what I've been doing is I get home from work every day about five o'clock-ish, and um, I've been really trying to make a conscious effort to, to work out. So I'm trying to get the wife to go with me, and she gets off a little bit later than I do. So I'd find that I have like 30 to 60 minutes between when I'd get home and when I'd have to go to the gym. And so what I've been doing, and I'd just been popping in Destiny and playing like a strike or doing some daily bounties or daily missions or something. And lo and behold, I have put like over 250 hours into Destiny now. Um, I, wow. Yeah, I have two characters that are both above level 30. Both of them have exotic loadouts and legendaries. Um, and I found I now have uh, friends from college, three friends from college, who have gotten into Destiny 2. So... We're playing Destiny way more than I ever imagined we would. Um, I bought the special edition when I got it initially, so I have the first two DLC packs. And every day, I'm just coming back to it, playing with some friends. We're having a good time, just taking what Destiny gives to us. And it's, I wanted to write, um, and I wish I would have thought this at the beginning of the summer, because I would have written a piece, and it would have been a longer piece called My Summer with Destiny, mm. talking about just my experience of playing the same game all summer long. But it's... And my review, I, I gave Destiny, I think, three and a half stars when it came out, and I would I would stick to that. Um, if uh, we end up reviewing The Taken King, and if you put the total package of all of that together, it could score better. But the problems Destiny has still hold true. The, the story is nonsensical. 
Um, there's not a ton of content. Uh, even with the two DLCs, there's there's I would say there's mo- your money's worth of content um, there. If you can find like the special edition, which I bought for cheap, like for sixty bucks, it's probably worth it now. But just the repetition of doing the same thing over and over and over again um, to either level up weapons or to hope it to get better armor or doing the same things over with friends. Friends are what make Destiny a lot better is playing with a group of people yeah. and just generally coordinating, um, working together and doing stuff like that. I think it's safe to say you probably wouldn't have put 250 hours in if you'd have been playing it on your own. Um, I did play a bunch of it on my own, but yeah, it, I, I wouldn't keep coming back to it as much. Okay. Uh, the thing that Destiny keeps having for it is the actual gameplay is amazing. Like, it's really just a rock-solid shooter. Um, the loot system, you're leveling up loot since they've done a lot of adjustments to the loot drop system and how um, it's easier to get legendaries and um, you can get exotics from Zor, the weekly merchant who comes on weekends. You can actually buy really good equipment and then you're just leveling that up. So there's always just a little thing to keep hooking you back in. And actually last night something happened to me that had not happened yet. Like I was just running daily bounties and I got a drop. And those who played a ton of Destiny will know what this is. But it's like the pit of the husk. It's just a common weapon. But as you level it, it turns into a legendary weapon. And then if you get the right stuff, you can turn it into an exotic weapon, which is the highest in the game. So I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. I wish that were a more common thing people could experience. Um, Yeah. But we're we're efforting and hoping to get um, a review copy of the Taken King so we can take another look at it. Uh, but Destiny, it's I it's kind of like a guilty pleasure in that I know it's not a great game. I have better games, objectively yeah. speaking, better games. I could be starting and playing right now, but I keep going back to Destiny because I have friends who are playing it and it's a fun fun game to play. So. So De- Destiny is your is your version of my farming simulator. Yes, that is that is very true. Like I- exactly, um, I I think everybody has to have those games where you can pick them up, and that's another great thing Destiny does is like you can play it for fifteen minutes, have a good experience. You can play it for four hours and have a good experience, and you can play everything in between and still have yeah. a fun time. There's always something to do you can do and enjoy for a certain level of time commitment. So the Taken King is um, a collection of additional DLC, is that right? Or is it a whole new... It's a whole new expansion. Like, the first two things, they called them expansions, but they were really just DLC packs that were smaller. This, Bungie Mm -hmm. is saying, is a full expansion. Um, And along with that, even if you don't buy the expansion, they are reworking a ton of stuff in Destiny. So the light level, which I hammered in our review, because it's still pretty terrible, they're getting rid of that, or they're changing what it means, so you're going to level up more like a standard RPG. Um... But they're, I think they've listened to a lot of the criticisms and they're working to fix it. Um, but I'm just kind of wondering if it's kind of too little too late. Uh, one of my yeah. college friends who plays with me, he's like, like he said he's not buying that expansion because he's not giving Bungie more money because they messed up so bad and they keep trying to change stuff. Well, that's good in a way. That's the it's a brave attitude and correct attitude to have. Okay, so um, let's get into uh, the couple of news stories we had. The big news just dropped today, and um, when I saw the news story come across Twitter, I was like, "Oh, that's that's gonna (laughs) that's gonna have some comments." But Rich, we have official True Achievements merchandise now. We do. We have limited edition um, True Achievements merchandise. So we've been looking to do something like people have been asking for T-shirts and stuff for a long, long time now. And there was a time when we set up some stuff on Zavi. Um, which is like a global 
um, merchandise shop where you can upload a base design and then people can um, customize it and do they basically can apply that design to pretty much anything they sell a whole ton of stuff um, which sounded like a really cool idea and um, the problem we had or I had with that was when I ordered some stuff from there after about three washes it had gone um, really grainy and all the you know the the big TA logo that was on the t-shirt just sort of looked awful. Um, plus it was really expensive. So um, we abandoned that and we sort of haven't really done anything with it. And actually Dave recommended Teespring to me probably a couple of months ago. Um, and we had a quick look at it then and we haven't really got, didn't have time to do it before we went to Gamescom. But we set it up this week and um, yeah, it looks cool. So it's a limited edition. The way Teespring works is you... Um, you have a, a period where people can order the shirt and then at the end of that period they go and print them all up and um, do them in one big batch so it's a sort of time limited campaign um, and it went live today and it's available for three weeks from today um, and this will certainly be the only batch we do in the states this year so if you want one um, now is the time to get it but they look cool there's a hoodie and there's a t-shirt and they've got different designs on but um, they're all TA stuff so if you're interested um take a look we will probably that news story is rapidly dropping off the home page already so we will probably stick a little banner up uh, in the right hand side of a few pages with um a little link to the to the merchandise page there is also a link on the menu uh, main menu uh, under the community tab uh, for merchandise while that um is available so yeah get your t-shirts get yes. your hoodies get them all cool um, another big thing, and I know this was all over my Twitter for like two days, um, is that gamer yeah. cards are back. <laughs> yeah, again, this is something that we had many moons ago, um, and they looked a bit rubbish, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, uh, one of the first things WebChimp did when he joined the, um, as a full-time developer uh, was to say, we need to redo these. So he's been looking at doing that. We've got a whole ton of funky designs. Um, the cards look awesome. You can customize all the stats on them. Uh, you can choose whether you've got a, a round gamer pick or a square one. In fact, you can even hide your gamer pick completely now and you can show your avatar instead or hide. You can just muck around with them loads. You can choose whether you've got completed games on there or you can choose stuff from your um, trophy case or your most recent games, got all your completion percentages on each game. There's three different shapes and there's, I think, we're already up to 36 different designs. So um, there's loads to play with. And the idea is that you create your card. Every time you're scanned um, and your score updates, your card will be um, updated as well. So if you are on other forums, um, you can drop the code in. We'll put the code on the Gamer Card page. And you can just drop your, your um, the code in on your signature. And then that card will be there for all to see. You can show off your TA and your Gamer Score and uh, your completion percentage, your ratios, or anything else, really. Yes. They're pretty neat. I think it's impressive how you've added the ability to change what's actually shown on it. Because the other ones yeah, so that that's all new. Things, yeah, yeah. We wanted to, if we were going to redo it, we wanted to make it better as well as looking prettier. So we've added a whole ton of awesome. new features as well. Uh, Is it a Commander Cherry one yet? Uh, no, we've not had many no. requests for Commander Cherry. No, no. <laughs> Jay, I'm sure Jay will be requesting that <laughs> first thing as soon as we stop recording uh, this podcast. <laughs> Um, and there was one other site news thing from the last couple of weeks, which is um, subscription. So you can now subscribe to news for a game or a series. And recently we've added um, authors and news types. 
So if you wanted to, if you're interested in the Gears of War series, for example, you can go to the Gears of War series page, click on subscribe to news, and you'll get a PM or an email, um, whichever you choose, every time there's a new news story um, on the Gears of War series. So if there's a new game announced, if there's a sale on, or any of that stuff, um, which contains any of the Gears of War stuff, then you'll get a PM about it. Um, it was requested that we add authors, so now people can subscribe to a particular author. I'm sure Jay will have hundreds of thousands. They're all of hate reading. Already They're hate to reading everything that I write. Article that he's written. <laughs> yeah, no, they subscribe so they can be first in to abuse you. He's only <laughs> read one Kinect game. He doesn't know what um, he's talking about. <laughs> and, and somebody's got Hydro Thunder Hurricane like copied and paste ready for it <laughs> straight away. <for> <laughs> Um, and news types as well. So you can now subscribe to sales articles, which was the main reason f for doing that. So if you're interested in getting an update every time there's a sale story come up, then um, you can do that. Just click on the sales tab uh, on any sale article and it will take you through to a page where you can subscribe to that. Now, Rich, this new feature did get me a little bit of flack this weekend in that um, I was writing the top five and we always tag games that we put in the top five. And somebody was quite upset that I, uh, I forget which, oh gosh, which, which game was it? Um, but I, I put something in about, uh, maybe it was like Brutal Legend or Monkey Island or, or just a game um, they that... they thought there was a new game. Yeah, they thought there was like new game or new exciting news about it. I'm like, nah, just something, just something stupid yeah. and ridiculous that I made up. That's it. Uh, we have actually removed articles from those notifications now, so that will not happen again. Yeah. Okay, good deal. <laughs> um, excellent. Well, let's move on to some smaller uh, news, uh, mainly because a lot of the big news came out of Gamescom. So uh, let's start with the uh, Xbox One backwards compatibility coming in November. Uh, this is obviously, this is the huge news coming out of E3 that we're going to get backwards compatibility coming to the uh, the Xbox One. Have you guys tried that out yet at all? How well that works? Yes. Yeah, I have, yeah. I, I've like yeah, well, heard great. others so Rare Replay. Yeah, um, I'm in the preview program, but Rare Replay installs it anyway, so um, I'm not 100% sure what happens with people that weren't in the pre preview program that have Rare Replay, because it basically installs the back compat stuff. But I guess it just doesn't release all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, it's good. It works really well. Um, they launch in a virtual 360 desktop yeah i heard that they just emulate they found a way to emulate the 360 architecture to get them to run as an authentic experience yeah it's cool but you still get the xbox one features so you've still got your your voice chat with all your, your friends um you can still got the dvr you can do screenshots all that stuff works as well so it's, you've got sort of the best of both worlds really it's brilliant absolutely brilliant it's a flawless system good deal uh the other story that came out um the uh X microsoft announced new features um for uh different experiences so the first uh, they have a revamped community feature um they also have uh, improved the one guide uh there's a new store and they're doing button remapping on the xbox one elite wireless controller uh, a lot of this stuff is tying into the windows 10 integration how xbox one and windows 10 are going to talk to each other uh, I'm kind of curious to try that Xbox One to Windows 10 thing because my new laptop has Windows 10. So I'm kind of just curious how that's all going to work. Like, I literally... Dave's done it. I literally yeah, have I mean, no idea. It, what? How does this work? What does it do? 
you, it's like having um, like a, a, a big fancy version of the smart glass on your phone, on your phone on the on the computer. So you open it up, and then there's just a little button that says connect to your Xbox. And once you connect, um, it gives you options to stream. Now I, I know they just recently. I don't know if it's a preview thing or everybody got it. They, they allowed you to stream at very high setting, which is like 1080p, 60 frames per second. Yeah, they've just released that update, haven't they? So, like, I did it the other day. Like, I've got an Xbox next to my computer, but the speakers are better on my computer. So, I literally just streamed it, and it was it was flawless. It's really quick, really responsive. It was I was looking at the television that the Xbox is plugged into while looking at the monitor, and they were like, there was not, didn't seem to be any lag whatsoever. I, I didn't try it with anything fast-paced. Like, I don't know if it would work with a shooter, or something like that, but from from just looking, it, it looked like it was instantaneous. So, in theory, could I be playing a game on my Xbox One, having it streamed to my laptop while my wife watches television on the TV that has the yes. Xbox One? Only oh, if you yeah. haven't got well, the if you haven't got the if you've got the TV like your cable box or whatever you use plugged into the Xbox One, it doesn't work. Oh, uh, okay. It, it literally it's a it's a literal mirror image of what's happening on your. Your Xbox One. Xbox. So why <clears throat> so, why is this important? Why does this matter then? Well, if you didn't have your cable box going through your Xbox One, then, oh, then okay, you, you yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense then. It does seem like a bit of a design flaw since they were the ones who were really pushing exactly to plug <laughs> yeah. your cable box and and use your Xbox for Netflix and all this kind of thing to not do that because I just automatically presumed it would do that. To be honest. I, I tried it, and then it says you can't stream this app, and it just sends it off. All right. Um, another thing Xbox One is going to do soon is the Xbox One will soon function as an over-the-air DVR, um, which is great if you uh, cut the cable, which a lot of people have done. Um, you'll be able to actually yeah. use your Xbox One to do some DVR recording, which is pretty choice. Um, how, how does that work over on your side of the pond? Um, I know it is... Uh, more of a dig- like I think digital the digital tuner is going to be is used a little more over in the UK and England than it is here in the United States. But how have either of you guys checked out that out yet at all? No, I haven't. I've got um I so I have Sky here, um but I don't plug it through the the Xbox One. I could do. I haven't even tried it. But when when I first set my Xbox One up, that stuff wasn't available here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it didn't really seem well. It wasn't worth it at the time because there were, I know there was. Issues. There was also issues over here with um, the PAL format not working properly. You had to change a load of settings just to get it to work, and I think it was quite laggy. I, d- I assume they fixed all that now, but I yeah, I still don't really see the benefit of putting. Oh, so you've got yours through it, have you? Yeah, just because I'm lazy and I can just turn the Xbox on and it turns like the sky, the television, the surround sound on all together. So, what's the benefit of running it through the Xbox? What can you do? Um, not a great deal. It's just something to show off in it and say Xbox Watch TV and it. But like, you, oh, okay. So like, I don't. I literally on. do not use my controllers to do the television anymore. You, you say like Xbox Watch Sky Sports One, and, right, it, and okay. it's as if it's you know like you're typing it in on the on the thing. You see like the four yeah. or one pop up. But yeah, that, I, that's some of the reason I did it just because it was there and I thought I'll give it a go. But uh, one yeah. thing I think one advantage of doing this is that as I think I heard was that you can record it. As like a DVR, but then you can also, I think you can save it. Hmm. So you could save it to your PC and then watch it on the go. Oh, wow. That, right, that's okay. awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay, that's cool. Um, I was just going to mention, by the way, the um, Xbox Elite controller, 
which is ridiculously priced, <laughs> yeah. is a is a beautiful piece of kit, having actually held one and used it. I heard that it fe- um, really feels like it should be expensive. That's what I've heard. Yeah, but not that expensive. <laughs> it's it's really nice. And the, the customization stuff, I didn't quite realize how customizable they actually are. Um, but you can, uh, almost every single component of it can be swapped out with other stuff. So um, I can imagine there's going to be some special edition. Um, just they could give away just like a, like the D-pad with, with like Forza 6 or something, with just a little blue and white d-pad that you yeah. can just slot in i think that there's a lot of potential for making very cool stuff there but it's just so overpriced that i, I just can't see myself getting it it depends how reliable it is though. I, i've gone through two xbox one controllers now do you know where they've started drifting you need to stop throwing them against <clears> the wall i think it's more like the kids that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I, I, have, I have two now where the sticks just go like i, 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 I noticed it the other day and i was Playing gears the first time they drift, yeah. And I was suddenly <laughs> Marcus Phoenix was looking up in the air, and I was like, "Is this a game? <laughs> is part of the game? <laughs> is this me?" <laughs> yeah, I ran into the same problem, Dave. I had um, left stick drift with my launch controller, and my lovely wife bought me a replacement for my ber- an early birthday present. And this is the really awesome thing, and I do want to—I don't know if this is going to matter at all—but she bought me uh, a new Xbox One controller off of Amazon. I got it. I was very excited. I opened it up. I played with it. And then I realized one of the plastic like panels on it was like loose and kind of clicky. So we took it into the, our local Microsoft store. They swapped it out right away. No questions asked. I was like, I was oh, like, yeah, cool. we can tell you haven't played it much. You still have all the, the box and stuff like that. Yeah. Here, we'll just swap it right out. And I'm like, you guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 99% sure that there's no Microsoft stores in the UK. Or at least I've never seen one. So we would struggle with that. Yeah, I could try taking it into the Apple Store. There's one of them. <laughs> I, contact, I contacted Xbox support just to see if there's anything I could do. Like I didn't expect anything. What'd they say? Um, no. Screw you, Dave. They pretty much said you can buy one. <laughs> <That was good. laughs> Brilliant. Uh, we can't do anything. But you can buy one. His like, links okay. to the store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the, oh, the next okay. <laughs> the next story you saw was uh, it's out of Gamescom, but they announced Halo Wars Two. Uh, now, I I played a little bit of Halo Wars back on the 360, and I was not very good at it. So I don't have the great fondness for it that evidently some do. Um, but are either of you jazzed up about uh, Halo Wars 2? Um, the reaction, the general reaction has been massive, hasn't it? Um, which surprised me a little bit. I did play, I probably played more than you by the sound of it. I quite enjoyed what I played, but it's not a typical me type of game. Um, but I did enjoy what I played of it. Um, I imagine on Xbox One it could be a whole lot better. It just the power of the box, in theory, means you could have a lot more bad guys and a lot more good guys on screen at once and doing right. They did, bigger battles. I remember Phil Spencer sort of mentioning that they may be keep mouse and keyboard support coming to the Xbox Ooh, One. Oh yes. So if that was the case, I'd give it a go. So I used to play quite a few RTSs like uh, Command and Conquer and Age of Empires years ago. So with mouse and keyboard, I'd probably give it a go. But it's coming to Windows 10 as well, isn't it? So if not, I might get it on that. Yeah. In fact, that was a big thing out of Gamescom, the amount of stuff that's coming on both. Um, Stuff that you wouldn't normally consider to be like a typical um, PC title. There's just every, every, pretty much everything we saw is just coming out on both. So that's pretty cool. Indeed. Um, and then the last story that we, we just want to go over really quickly uh, was the announcement of Games for Gold um, for September. 
uh, and I just closed it, so let me pull it right back up again. Uh, they just announced this yesterday, but uh, Xbox One, you get the Dear God and uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, uh, which... So the Dear God is a new thing that nothing no, hasn't come out before. Yeah, it's an indie I've game never heard of it. coming out that week, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Xbox 360 gets Battle Station Specific and Crisis 3. So they are really going heavy on both. I think I have Crisis With uh, Crisis and Tomb Raider, so... And it's worth downloading anyway, because they did say, didn't they, everything from Gamescom onwards would be backwards compatible in the future. And you know, oh, games, everything on Games okay. of Gold would be backwards compatible. Oh, good, okay. Um, anyone that hasn't played Tomb Raider, get it. It's yes. just amazing. And the Definitive Edition even more so. Um, yeah, quality. I think it's, that's an amazing title to bring out on Games of Gold, actually. that's a It's a long, old game and it's high quality all the way and through. um I, I think somebody tweeted out and this is neither good nor bad it's just something i saw that tomb raider is probably the most given away game in any form out of all major triple a releases because <laughs> it was a playstation plus title uh it was an xbox 360 gold game i ah. think at some point and now it's a one game with gold um but it's really good like that should not um discount in any way uh I haven't actually got. I actually bought this when it came out. <laughs> I still haven't played it. It's still wrapped in the cellophane, so um, that's quite annoying. The, but, new, um, the new one's coming out. Is it November? So it, yeah, it's probably. I've got that pre-ordered. A way to try to tempt a few more people into purchasing that. No, I'm sure that's exactly. It's perfectly timed for that. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Actually, it's um, yeah a really good game. All right. Well, um, that was our quick August update. The, that's all the news that came out. Um, all of what we've been playing. Uh, any anything else for the good of the order before we adjourn for September? Uh, no, it's getting to crazy time though, so yeah, everybody's going to be excited. I think we might try and um, be a bit more regular on the on the podcast front as well. We might, we'll get we'll get at least one a month in from now on while it's while it's getting busy. Um, yeah, and it is it is review season. I know Dave just sent me a copy of uh, Dishonored, the definitive edition. Da, 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 I'll be reviewing that. I'll be reviewing that next week when I'm on vacation. So uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I, I think that's going to be apropos to nothing. I think it's going to be an interesting challenge in that I absolutely adored Dishonored on the 360. So I'm curious to see how well it's updated and how well everything is integrated together um, because. If it's if it's uh, just hey here's Dishonored again, I mean it's still worth playing. But I want to see what they've done with the extra juice the Xbox One can provide. Yeah, I think it will look fantastic. I mean, it, the, there was a, a little bit of polish missing, I thought, from the from the first game. Yeah, and it, the stylized art direction that it took didn't really. I, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was an interesting style choice, and I really want to see what they can do with increased horsepower behind it too. So. Um. So yeah, we're going to have probably a ton of reviews over the next couple of months, um, just because we're slowly becoming a, an outlet of imports, so we are getting more and more games <laughs> to review, um, slowly which is becoming. good. <laughs> slowly becoming. Um, but don't ask Metacritic, they don't believe you. <laughs> um, oh. So, September, I was just going to run through the releases, oh, yeah. Metal, Metal Gear Solid Five, um, Mad Max is coming out, which could be interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Broken Sword 5 and uh, we've got some more ID games, in fact 4 ID games by the look of it coming out uh, on the 9th of September Mental. wow, yeah crazy um, 
do 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 NH, NHL Legacy NHL 16 NHL Madness right. going on Forza yeah. 6 on the 18th um, Pro Evo 16 which will probably be quite good given last year's was quite good and then FIFA there's a lot of football stuff coming out uh, FIFA the week after and Skylanders Superchargers coming out on the f- 25th in Europe and then Lego Dimensions the week after and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Wow. And NBA 2K16. And the Destiny expansion isn't on there either. Wow. No, that's out tomorrow, I think. What? No way. The Definitive Edition, you mean? No way. Destiny. Oh, that's Dishonored. Dishonored. The- oh, sorry. I was talking Destiny. Destiny. Yeah, why is Destiny not on my release? It, it doesn't have. The it's a DLC. Does it? So it won't appear with it. Um, oh, have they said that it doesn't have achievements? Well, I, don't, I don't know, but I, I presume that's why we haven't got anything on the site. It's possible. I don't know. We'll we'll figure mm, it out. So, wow. Any anyone getting any of those things? I'm getting FIFA. FIFA and I'm definitely. getting Forza. Forza. Metal Gear looks good. That's getting some amazing reviews at the minute. I'd be tempted with Tony Hawk because I used to love those games. Um, I'm pr- I'm not planning on picking anything up. Uh, Destiny may get purchased. I've still got some backlog games to play because I've been playing so much flipping Destiny. Uh, but really, I'm just clearing clearing a path because October is when you know big stuff really starts oh, to hit, and then November is Fallout. Um, so yeah. Hello, Firefox. Yeah, which I don't even see that on the release calendar on here. Do, is it just not? Have we not? Oh, wait. Uh, no, I see. Got it 27. It was hiding with WWE. And you're, obviously the big game you're really looking for in October is Professional Farmer Yes. Listen, do not... And there's a lumberjack as well. There's a farmer and lumberjack. Do not... so, wow. I grew up on a farm, <laughs> and I can, I can 100% that <laughs> You'll game. You'll be good yeah, at that I game. I can 100% <laughs> it. You can nail that game. We could co-op it, James. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Sure <laughs> two dudes running a farm together is a little too granola for me, man. We're not Ben and Jerry. All right. Uh, well, I think uh, I think that's going to do it for us, guys. So uh, unless there's anything else for the good of the order, I think we should get out of here. Let's get, get out of here. here. All right. On behalf of Rich and Dave, this is uh, Jonathan, other listeners as OSU Blue Jackets, signing off for August. We'll see you back here in September with more games to discuss and all that good stuff. Bye-bye. Bye.